And we're back. Another episode of 10 Minute Cinema. It's starting right now. Yeah, it it is starting right now. Varble, how are you doing today? I'm all right. You're good? Yeah, doing pretty good. Well, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So I do want to get serious here for a second. Already? Uh, I do, yes. Guests Uh, are in for a treat. I guess so. We're going to get emotional for a second. We are. Just just a little bit. I think just you. You're the only one that's going to. Well, yeah, me. But that's okay. Okay. Anyway. Stage is yours. Thank you. So this past weekend, we uh, did a little bit of celebration of life for my grandma. Because, you know, during COVID, she died. So there was no, like, real personal funeral. And uh, I just, you know, I wanted to dedicate this episode to her memory. And that's it. Just want to get that started. All right. Thank you. All right. So, uh, watch any movies lately, Barbel? I have. Have you? I haven't. Uh oh. Just the one we watched tonight. All right. I guess I got to drag this out then. It was a horror film. Came out earlier this year. Got some buzz and I hadn't heard a few things about it. So I was like, okay, I wanted to check it out. And, uh, we started a new Terror Tuesday with a couple friends of mine where we're going to be watching horror movies every Tuesday. Oh, that's cool. Up until Halloween. Kind of get us in the mood for the season. Awesome. And, uh, so we thought it would be a good one Anyone to check I know? out. Uh, yeah. Okay. They are. People you know. Okay, cool. I'm guessing Zach's wrong. No. Oh, damn it. You were wrong. I was wrong. Okay. But the movie was good. Good. It was, uh, it was called X. Okay. I don't know if I said that yet. Yeah, um, not. Just came out back in March of this year and it was on YouTube to rent, so we thought, yeah, go ahead and check it out. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's really neat. It's, uh, definitely not for everyone. I wouldn't recommend that, like, to the broad audience at all, but, um, if you're a big horror movie fan, ultra gory and, and definitely racy also, it's a lot of nudity, uh, sex okay. scenes. Yeah, it's about a group of kids oh, man, that so try to become, year- I'm sorry. try to become pornographers, so... Oh, yeah, 12-year-old would like this movie. 12-year-old me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you'd probably be able to rent it because you had that silly free-for-all pass or whatever. Free-for-all pass? Yeah, didn't you have, like, your mom sign up for a... You could rent whatever you wanted? Oh, yeah, Blockbuster? Yeah, yeah. I did, and I had no restriction on the account. Yeah, that's what I meant. I couldn't think of the name of it. Yeah, no, yeah. you're good. Uh, yeah, I remember renting a horror movie called, like, The Haunting of Morella or something like that, and it was... Definitely just like a softcore porn. <laughs> I mean, as far as it could go with being labeled a horror movie, that's... And yeah, I got in trouble with that one. Oh, okay. I got caught on that one. That's okay, though. <laughs> worth it. it. It was definitely worth it. For 12-year-old me, or however old we were, it, it was still, you know, early teen years, so... Gotcha. At, at least. <laughs> yeah, uh, X is... Uh... A Ty West movie, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He, he's done a lot of independent horror over the last few years. It's actually his first film in quite a while. He's been doing some acting for a while. Okay. And this is kind of his return to the horror genre. Uh, we saw him act in a movie. And we watched oh. it together. He was one of the uh, brothers from Your Next. Oh, okay, cool. He didn't have any kind you know, of writing my, credit or anything? Uh, he might have been like a producer on that one, I think, but okay. pretty much everybody that acted in that, they were all horror filmmakers. Oh, I they didn't were know all, that. Yeah, they were all like independent part of the community. That was a fun movie. Yeah, and they decided to all team up together and do one. But yeah, this one is uh, set in the year 1979, and it's a group of kids that are wanting to 
get into the the porn industry as it's about to blow up on the home video market they can kind of prognosticate to the future and kind of see things coming so they end up renting an old farmhouse on this guy's property who also is basically semi-retired okay just kind of rents it out to people as they come around right Uh, they don't tell them what they're doing there obviously of course why would they yeah it just kind of gets crazy and goes downhill from there and oh i i can already tell this it's gonna be a cool movie it's it's quite wild yeah it's it's really fun i'm already all in man yeah (laughs) we're gonna have to get once uh one time watch it together yeah so are you ready for our movie i guess so start that timer actually stop the timer i forgot i had one more thing i needed to do okay uh, before we start the movie, I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Okay. Uh, so first... Wait, wait, wait. Talking about the movie is part of talking about the movie. I'm talking about the actors. Are you? Yes. Okay, we'll see. If I get suspicious, I'm starting this timer. Okay, okay. Okay. First, I want to say I'm going to this movie with a little bit of a bias. Because oh, yeah. I am a huge Chris Evans fan. Oh. I have been since not our team movie, his uh, movie debut. Oh, really? Yes. I have been a huge fan he's always had so much charisma in every role he's been in which we clearly saw tonight maybe maybe not. i feel like we did maybe and you know when he became captain america he actually like became captain america it felt like in real life like a lot of his like tweets and stuff were like something cap would say so i just really love the actor besides the character just the actor in general and I'm really excited. I was really excited to see this movie just to see him play a villain because he hasn't done that often. Only Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, where he plays Lucas Lee. Yeah, one of the uh, evil exes. And in our mood, I don't want to ruin for anyone in case they haven't seen it yet. Oh. Yeah. I was re- going in a big fan of his. I also like Ryan Gosling. My favorite role of his is Crazy Stupid Love. I don't know if you ever saw that one. I have not. We might have to watch it for the pod because okay. it's excellent. It builds the scene up. You know I'm usually not big into the romance. So. This is a way more comic than okay. it is romance. I mean, there's definitely romance, but there's a certain scene in this movie that is just one of the best built-up scenes that I've ever seen in a film. Wow. And a lot of people say that, too. It's not just me. It's a widely considered one of the best scenes in the movie. It's fantastic. But I also loved him and remember the Titans, and uh, I would hate not to mention the Notebook because that was his big breakout role, and oh. I actually enjoyed his that movie quite a bit, and okay. a big part of it was him in it. So, and uh, just a little thing about the directors here—they also did Community and Arrested Development. In case anyone didn't know that about the Russo brothers, they mostly know him from the Avenger movies now, but. That's something I really like to point out to people that don't know. Okay. And now you can start the timer. You think so? I'm ready. Okay. And go. All right. So uh, first I wanted to tell a little trivia about the movie before we review it. Okay. Chris was actually considered for the lead role, but he declined it and took the villain role. So they actually wrote it for him, but he decided to go the villain route instead. And I think he brought uh, a little bit extra character into that role. Yeah. It was good. He was definitely over the top. It was very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Morons. (laughs) It's based on a book series. A series? Yeah. There's actually six books, I believe. And then uh, they actually improvised the whole first scene that they met up. 
whenever Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans did that first meetup. Yeah. That was all improvised by them. Wow. The directors let them just go, and they liked it enough to keep it. So I thought that was really cool. But that's all I have for trivia. Okay. Movie as a whole, I'd say very much trying to jump into the James Bond type mold. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Very heavy influences from that. uh, Born Identity was Mm -hmm. one that I really felt like we were just watching a reskin of that, basically. Mm -hmm. Especially like a lot of the action scenes. Yeah. Very quick cut and really brutal. Yeah. A lot of hard hits and takedowns. Kind of a mix between like Born Identity and maybe John Wick a little bit. I feel like it had a little bit of influence from that. Probably, yeah. Especially a lot of, with a lot of the gun fights and stuff, yeah. Yeah, the gunplay was cool. The night play, mm. that was a lot of fun. Pretty good overall, though. Like, yeah. not, not too much of a plot, but as an introduction and just for what it was, you didn't really need much. I mean, the action was able to kind of sustain it. They had enough story in there to keep you interested as they gave you little pellets of story mixed mm. with large, large action. I mean, they did... Uh, it felt like there's an action scene every... Five minutes, if yeah. there wasn't already one currently on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I if mean, it wasn't one bleeding into the next one. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It, it was great. Jam-packed. This is exactly what you want to watch when you're watching an action movie. Absolutely. You had great acting here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, you know, great, great. But, you know, definitely uh, a little bit cheesy on some of the lines. But, you know, solid plot, solid action. Uh, you couldn't pick two better actors to go into these roles i don't think yeah. and uh fairly fast pace also for being a two-hour movie it flew by pretty quick i thought yeah i i didn't have a moment where i was like you know what i could definitely be watching something else yeah. or i'm disinterested in this right now it, right. it was you're glued to the screen for sure mm-hmm. one thing i really liked was the car chase that was a lot of fun i mean you know what i'm talking about it wasn't a full car chase but well yeah you know what scene I'm talking about. That, tame, was, yeah. that was a really fun scene. I have to wonder how many takes it took to get all yeah. that done. But And uh, I wanted to commend them, too, for being pretty original, too. There was at least four or five times we turned to each other like, that was cool. Like, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, definitely. And we've both seen quite a few action movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this podcast has mostly been action movies at this point. Just about, yeah. Yeah. That to, one, to one extreme or another, yeah. <laughs> Gremlins. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of an action movie. There's action in it. Definitely, but it's a wonderful life. That's action packed. So much action. I mean, yeah. the explosion, as she says, every time a bell rings, the angel gets its wings. Yeah. It's just unforgettable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did have the Christmas scene for the first two uh, movies, but everything else after that has been action, if I'm remembering correctly. Not that there's that many to remember, but we're, we're here. Sure. <laughs> You know, one thing about this movie, and um, this is a spoiler alert in case you haven't seen the movie yet. Oh, I, I kind of figured the whole episode would be. Yeah, I mean, every episode's basically spoiler alert. Okay, yeah. guess I don't need to say that. But as soon as we saw they had some kind of attachment to the little girl, you just knew he was going to just whoop so much ass in this movie. Like, it was just inevitable. Anytime you have a main character have some kind of connection to a Little girl, it's mm-hmm. always just like balls to wall crazy. Feels like they did take it a little over a top, though. I mean, it was already enough that she was a sweet, cute little girl. I don't think they needed to give her a, a pacemaker on top of that. And like, 
that didn't even really play into it much either. Like, yeah, I didn't understand the pacemaker either. Yeah. Or then, like, it gave a little bit of extra, like, oh, my God. Are they yeah, good? I guess he was able to track her because of that, too. So, like, I mean, that uh, makes sense. I guess that was a good plot point. Because yeah. how else would they find her? Yeah, well, I mean, they could just say anything. We're supposed to believe he's a super spy. Like, if he just shows up at the house, we're going to be like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. They didn't have to show us, like, how he figured it out. I think, let's go to a different question. Do you believe that he is a super spy? Yeah, I, I bought in completely. Yeah, me too. He was great. And I actually, mm-hmm. I didn't know that Ryan Gosling had so many muscles. <laughs> He's always wearing, yeah. Well, that's that's where the CGI buzzer was coming to play. Oh, yeah? yeah. Was it CGI? Hmm. I don't know. It might have been. It could have been. Probably enhanced a bit. Maybe it enhanced a little, but I'm sure he worked for some of it. All right, well, that was Nothing weird. we discuss. <laughs> Chris Evans' real mustache? You think so, huh? Probably not. Uh, he, they probably you switched. Pers- you flip flopped on me. Yeah, you know, I looked at it first. You asked me first impression. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it could be real, but it didn't look like it was his real mustache. That beard was way better, and <laughs> that mustache was way better in Infinity War. I'll say that. Uh, so, I, I I'm gonna say the soundtrack really wasn't anything here. I mean, the score itself it worked for an action movie, but there's nothing memorable about it. No, and definitely kind of drowned everything out a couple times too i didn't i wasn't really too happy with that but yeah i i heard that too uh the music during some scenes didn't need to be there even like important conversations on the phone i don't need to hear music while that's happening i I told you my favorite scene in the movie what was yours i think the the final fight in the fountain yeah that was was really well choreographed and some really cool knife moves yeah, that yeah. knife move where he popped it into his other hand, and mm-hmm. yeah, that was awesome. It was like the opposite of the Arya drop for the Night King kill. Right. Yeah, it was It was really cool. They probably filmed it, actually, that way, <laughs> and then just reversed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's cool. Yeah, but uh, a lot of really neat edits. Um, I pointed yeah. out another one was when, uh, when he's walking across the street and just gets hit by a car. Dude, like, that was nowhere. sick. There's, like, I don't even know how they so did that. It's so seamless. Like, you can't really yeah. tell that it's coming, and you can't tell that they swapped it out for a stuntman or a mannequin or anything. Right. Like, I had no idea that he was going to get hit by a car. Yeah, I thought yeah. for sure he was just going to run straight across. And it literally looked like he got hit. Like, you know that it wasn't somebody hitting Chris Evans, but yeah. Like, right. You mean Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Mixed him up. That's all right. You know, they have really some more names. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Do we really have anything else to add for the movie? I mean, we need to talk about the the females a little bit. Oh, think? yeah, I guess I mean... Anna uh, de Armas, you got to stare at her for a little while. She is gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was cool in this one. She was mm-hmm. great. I believed her as a super spy. I did, too. There was a couple times where she was, like, starting to get, like, a little too beat up. But then I'm like, well, you know, that makes sense because she is kind of a smaller girl. But... Right, and, you know, she is also fighting against deadly operatives i mean they're they're not you know a street gang this is highly trained military professionals yeah but uh clearly knew how to handle her firearms and stuff too it all looked really believable to me yeah and i like how they even said that one line where he said i guess i don't have savior it was something like that yeah where like she had already taken care of everything yeah she was great she really was Mm -hmm. and billy bob dorton was uh good i I didn't know he was in the film either yeah Uh, yeah, it took me a little while to recognize him. He's he's changed a little bit over the years. But. I mean, he's definitely aged. Yeah, that voice is just so distinctive. I I <laughs> could hear it a mile away, and I know he was in my presence. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool role from him. Mm-hmm. 
he gotta have a good final scene too so it's always good oh yeah you gotta have that in an action movie of course gotta have that go on without me (laughs) pretty much every action movie at least one (laughs) sacrifice always seems like it yeah pretty much all right well do you have anything else you want to add no i guess we're good and we're 15 seconds under time so look at that we're getting good at this nice well it's time that we give our ratings for the movie uh-huh. What did you rate it? I went first last time. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. We're back to you again. I'm not afraid to give it my rating I because think you I, are. you're a little nervous over there. I like this movie a lot. I could kind of tell you were really into this. Well, I told you, I I went biased. I like both actors a lot, mm-hmm. both of the leads, and uh, you know, this was a solid action flick. Just first impression, I would actually have to go with four. Really? Yeah. Wow. Good for you. I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, John Wick's better, definitely, but this sure. had a similar feel of John Wick to me. I, I really liked the action, and the story was enough to keep me going the whole time. Yeah. All right. Well, to kind of preface mine, the few things I had even known about the movie were some, like, headlines from reviews and stuff that I'd read, and it looked like it got kind of torn apart by a lot of different critics from what I was looking at. And so I really wasn't expecting much coming in. And then just based on the few Netflix films I've seen prior to this, like they haven't really been, you know, the, the greatest batting record. Right. <laughs> they uh, they basically show up for Oscar season lately. And then other than that, they kind of just generic, you know. A lot of movies are generic. Yeah. It's actually why a lot of people are stopping watching yeah. Netflix because they have a lot of generic originals out there. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, you know, you were excited to see it. And I was like, oh, you know, how bad can it really be? We'll, we'll get through it, you know. Right. Even if it's just a dumb action movie, it'll be a fun action movie. And well, you know there's good directors, too, so. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen anything outside of Marvel, so they're kind of, you know, you don't know how much of that the studio system is and how much it's actually them, so. That's true. You're right about but, that. you know, they, they made a pretty good mark on this, and I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I think I'm just under you. I'm going to go with a 3.5 for my initial. But All it's definitely right. one that I wouldn't mind watching again at some point in the I future. I would definitely and, watch again. And would certainly show up for a franchise. Like, if they want to sequelize this, I'm all in. Yeah, I heard there is a sequel, actually. That was the only spoiler I had going into yeah. this, was that. Do you have anything else to say about The Gray Man? I don't think so. Would you like to tell our listeners what the next movie will be? I would. Well, let's hear it. All right. I'm going to keep with the theme here. You chose... Demolition Man. I did. And we had a mutual agreement to watch The Gray Man. We did. So I'm going to keep the man train going. We're going to check out Swiss Army Man from the Daniels. From the Daniels. mm -hmm. The directors. Oh, yeah. Okay. They go by the Daniels. The Daniels. And it has Daniel Radcliffe and who? Paul Dano. Oh, yeah. Guy from uh, Little Miss Sunshine and Girl Next Door. Hmm. And, and uh, most Riddler. recently, the Batman, yeah. Yeah. And probably most famously, There Will Be Blood. I never saw that movie, actually. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you gotta watch that soon. Maybe I will for the podcast. Maybe you will. In the meantime, if you want to reach out to us, you can do that. Mostly on Twitter. Also on Facebook. and Yeah, you can reach me at USAKid6977. You can reach Farble at... Big guy, ACV. That's me. 
And you can hit us up on our joint account at 10 minutes in. Ardenata, thank you for listening today. And that's a wrap.